Welcome back to the How to Decorate podcast from Valor Designs. We want to teach you how to decorate your home and unleash your inner decorator. So we'll be interviewing interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world, sharing the trials and triumphs of our own homes, and also answering your decorating questions. I'm Caroline. I run the Valor Designs blog, howtodecorate.com. And I'm Taryn Schwartz, and I'm on the product design team at Ballard. And I'm Karen Mooney. I'm a little hoarse this week, but I had a branding for Ballard. Hey, y'all. Hi. <laughs> we have a very special guest today. We're at here in New York in the office of Sophie Donaldson. It's very Devil edit- Wears Prada. I'm sorry, <laughs> I interrupted. Keep going. No, it is. You're <laughs> right. It totally is. Um, I partially expected to get to see uh, Meryl Streep, right? Right. <laughs> so tell us who Sophie is. Sophie is the editor-in-chief of House Beautiful, and she is sitting in the cutest pink chair ever. Um, a Ballard chair. That's right. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> and we're Thank so you. grateful that you made time for us. This is great. You guys came to me, so thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, we're, for the chair. we're all sitting around her desk. It's very cute. There's a cute pink chair, cute pink outfit, cute pink headphones. We'll Why? post a picture. Yeah, it was probably the first thing that happened when I got to Hearst, which was that I wanted to make over my office, of course. But we work in this incredible Sir Norman Foster lead platinum building. I don't know if you know that, but we're crazy green. We recycle everything, picking it out of the trash. Our, really? Our paint is eco-friendly. What it's I mean, wow. What else? It's, it's, a, it's an incredible building. And like an architect, Sir Norman Foster had ways of thinking about how this would kind of come to life with editors in it. And uh, they did not include the rug, decorations, bric-a-brac, <laughs> uh, you know, fig, fiddly figs, <laughs> everything that I've jammed into this office. But it was important to me to kind of um, be able to host, right? And have people come mm-hmm. in and feel like they're at home. And I burn candles. Yeah, it smells great. <laughs> Is that so, against the rules? Oh, my God. Totally. It's like so against the rules. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the... Rule, but it does feel homey. It does, it and does. hosted with cookies. Plate oh, that's cookies. right. I mean, <laughs> I, have a sweet I really tooth, like cookies. So. Yeah, Caroline's <laughs> going to be chowing down. Did I hear about a quiz? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one of our wonderful listeners mentioned doing some other segments at the top of the show instead of just our trials and triumphs, which is what we call it. Which so, we think are the most interesting. <laughs> <laughs> talking about our dogs mm. and children. <laughs> um, so I put together, I thought maybe we could do a little interior design pop quiz. And I can <laughs> quiz y'all on your interior design Uh-oh. and interior designer. Does someone knowledge. win? Yeah, what's the sure. prize? What do we win? How about that cookie? Over yeah, there? right? <laughs> <laughs> that cookie with In the that big case, chocolate I already chips. Won. <laughs> I don't know, but I'll think of something okay. and it'll be good. <laughs> okay, I like it. <laughs> okay. All right. So how about someone raise your hand if you have the answer? Okay. Because okay. they're mostly blank. Answer like fill in the blank. Okay. Or not fill in the blank, but like there's not multiple choice or something. Are you very competitive? Sophie? I am. I'm actually like really geared up right now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, ladies, I'm watch out. I'm definitely losing. Never mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Question one. <laughs> Sophie's cheating. You can't raise your hand. I just raised my hand. Okay, 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 go. Who was iconic interior designer Albert Hasley, Hadley's business partner? Oh, that it's was okay, Karen. You go, you go. No, I've, I, I was going to say Sister Parish, but I'm worried. Me too. That, okay. Yeah. 
It's right. Correct. Oh. Yeah. High five. Okay. We'll share. So Crushed. everyone has to be responsible for counting your own points. We each get a I'm point. I'm a half. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Okay. All right. Come on, Taryn. I'm, I'm this is fun. This is fun. Go. go. <laughs> Question number two. What is a trumeau? Ooh. Spell it, please. T-R-U-M-E-A-U. I have a guess. Can you use it in a sentence? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a spelling bee. <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. Over my dining room console, I wanted to hang a trumeau. Well, I was going to say something that hangs on the wall, so that's not going to work. <laughs> Is it like a swag of textile of some sort? No. Is it some kind of urn thing? Like a, no. Is it a piece of a cultural item? Ooh. Architectural? So it's you. You've seen these a million times. It's like a mirror that's framed, and it usually has like a oh, oh the other little mirror in the top. Yeah, or like a big kind a of big, rosette oh. carved thing. Awesome. Or, yeah, Gosh, good one, goddess Carol. I'm gonna use that in a sentence today at the magazine, <laughs> and the copy department's gonna go. Excuse me, what? Who are you? You're so smart. <laughs> we call them mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. So Taryn, do we feel like? I feel, like I feel like I, you got yeah. that point. Like, yeah. at least a half point. Yeah. No, no, no. Take I a fall. We took a fall yeah. point. Okay. Yeah. You were okay, so it's one to one us. to one. I'm keeping track. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, what design style was most popular in the 20s, 30s, and 40s? What design style? Is it the... Wait, you have to ahead. raise your hand, cheater. I went like this! <laughs> I have no idea. My, like, I was going to say mid-century modern, but oh, it's not really mid-century. Art deco. Art deco. Yeah. Yay! Like mid, no. The twenties are not mid. <laughs> well, I didn't know it was all. I thought it was only like thirties, forties. Well, I think it's Ooh, like Colin Caroline on her facts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. probably thirties, forties is like the real peak. Peak, yeah. Moving into the lean, Taryn. I know. <laughs> Looking good. Hold on. If they're if they're more focused on actual designers, I might be behind. So. All right, we'll, we'll see what Caroline's got. Uh, what well-known interior designer started their career as a potter, getting their first major purchase order from Barney's so first in that, 1993? You, totally <laughs> you definitely win that okay. one. All right, Sophie. My friend, Jonathan Adler. <laughs> and she's holding up a little sculpture from him. So jo- awesome. Jonathan Adler and I have um, these quarterly breakfasts together um, and get into some very controversial territory. And he is smart, by the way. He's amazing. And he did start as a potter. That's so cool. I love when people can transition from that because you're like, mm-hmm. how'd you get from there to... But so- he also still, like, actually throws pots every day. Really? Yeah. Really? That's oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Seems like he has a great sense of humor. He's wickedly funny. Yeah. And wicked. Mm-hmm. Can you get him <laughs> to come join us on Maybe, the podcast? Maybe, yeah. He should be on the podcast. Yeah, he's yeah, great fun. Get him on here. <laughs> I have his tongue ashtray as, awesome. like, my little spoon rest by my stove. Nice. I love it. Okay, Caroline, I'm in last place. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. Um, I don't like this quiz. We, we have a lot more questions. So. Okay. Okay. Which of these furniture styles came first? Colonial, Shaker, Pennsylvania Dutch, or Federal? This is very confusing. I'd say Federal. Can't. Can you repeat? <laughs> okay. Which of these furniture styles came first? Colonial, Shaker, Pennsylvania Dutch, or Federal? Colonial, technically, if you want I mean, the, colonies the colonies to be right? about colonial. See, that's yeah. what I would have guessed. You're so right. The yeah. Federalist Papers, I guess, came after the colonies. Yes, they did. What's My the husband's going to be so disappointed. All right, give yourself a point. Good job. No, I didn't get it. You got it. I We've said to each other. We both whispered it to each other. No, you got it. I already got it wrong. <laughs> Rack so them up, probably friends. taking a point away. Do it. 
what American interior designer published the first interior design book? How do you so know all this? Dorothy Draper. Oh, well. No? Eh. Oh, Elsa DeWolf. Yep. Oh, sorry. You know what? You should be the editor of a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> you know some stuff. Elsa DeWolf. It was Elsie DeVol- DeWolf's The Home in Good Taste. I didn't wow. know that one. Mm-hmm. I did not either. Although Edith Wharton, I will say, wrote... Um, wrote on interior design and it's included in a lot of her fiction but she was also very involved they were contemporaries i believe you can fact check me on that oh, yeah awesome cool. there's some we'll precursors but elsie yeah. was yeah she's considered the first interior designer yeah they didn't really have a name for it then i need to dig more into like interior design history this helped a little yeah this is fun <laughs> <laughs> okay how high over your dining table should your chandelier hang Slow hand raise. Well, because I recently put in a new chandelier. I think this was one of my trials. It was. And I hung it too high. And, you know, they had clipped all the wires and everything, and I had to get them to come back in and extend it back down. But I think it's like 30 inches. That was, I guess, yeah, yeah, 30. was 32. Well, you're all right. It's between 30 (laughs) and 34. Because it was amazing. Yeah, Like those few inches being off really looked so awkward. Yeah. It was you so funny because you think, oh, it won't matter. And it was just, I, I kept looking at it going, oh, I can't live with it. And I had to get them to come back in and rewire it and everything. Well, so I'm not, I'm, I'm half two points now, y'all. Well, it's really basically eye level is where they should be because it's 30 to 34 inches off your, your table and your table's at 30. You know what I mean? So it's kind of. But your bot, right. no, your Also depends how big. I'm yeah. sorry. Not while you're sitting. Oh, while you're standing. While you're standing. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Dorothy Draper was cousins and good friends with which first lady? Okay, Karen. What's her name like? Um, lady Bird Johnson? No. It was Dang Eleanor it. Roosevelt. Mm. I was going to guess that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm really losing now. Okay. So if you're right, kind well, of mopping the floor with us. You've got sorry. six more shots. Okay, I'm ready. Shots. I'm ready. All right. When the hit TLC show Trading Place is launched in mm. 2000, what was the budget for the entire room makeover? Where did you find this stuff? Yeah, where did you? Even though you're winning. <laughs> How do you think of these? Okay. I don't on. know. I was I'm going to guess. Lots of right? like what, what, was the, what was the budget for the what? For the whole room makeover. Yes. And it's just that they're not doing, it's literally just the interior. It's one individual room. Did you ever have watch you the ever show? Have you ever seen Trading no. Places? I have, but it's been 100 years. Trading Spaces. It's been 17, Karen, because it launched in 2000. It's not the movie Listen to the places. question. So each person got $1,000. They moved into each other's houses and only the space. And they did one room. One room, yes. All the furniture and everything. Sometimes they would paint, carpentry, install things, lighting, everything. Yeah. Thousand dollars. Is that show still on? No, I don't think so. Mm, okay. um, I think halfway through the show they bumped it to two thousand, but when it launched, it was a thousand. <laughs> That's because they were like, "So nothing's happening." Yeah. <laughs> we spray painted everything white. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What celebrity interior designer was an uncredited assistant art director for the 1993 Mike Myers comedy, So I Married an Axe Murderer? You're insane. These questions are insane. <laughs> celebrity? Celebrity designer. What year? 1993 90. Mike Myers movie. Do y'all remember this movie? It was yeah. horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Who's a celebrity designer? This. We give up. Mary McDonald. We got to... <laughs> Kelly Wurstler. <gasps> really? Know, right? Doesn't that surprise That's funny. Me? That's great. Wow. That was a bad movie. She was also in Playboy. <laughs> Not her fault. She was. Yeah. She was She's hot. She's amazing. <laughs> yeah. This All right, is hers. four left. Ooh. 
I like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a little, is I'm it showing an a super cool. What would you call it? Um, it's like a catch all. There's a better name for them. There's a French name. It's not Trumeau. <laughs> what was that word? It's not Trumeau. Trumeau. <laughs> you used it in a sentence. Uh, <laughs> it's a stuffed catcher with lips and it's marble and it's awesome. It is. It's sassy. It looks kind of heavy. heavy. Mm-hmm. All right, three more, guys, okay. and then we'll get back to uh, Sophie. Do it. Okay. <laughs> All right, this interior designer is nicknamed the Prince of Chintz. Oh, Sophie already got it. We had cocktails last week. Mario Bawada. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's That's in his 80s. He's amazing. still working. In case you want a Mario Bawada update. <laughs> Give it he to called him. and he was like, how many magazines have you done by now? And I'm like, um, 26. And he was like, oh, well, I only have the first one. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, I'll send you the highlights. I was going to send them over to his place. And he called back the next day. He was like, I don't want the highlights. I want all of them. I was like, okay. Um, 20 magazines come in a box. So it was a box and an envelope. Messengered it over. And then we met for cocktails. And I was just bracing myself to be scolded. What he say? Because he's old school. And I appreciate yeah. his what he say? point of view. Did he did he, he loved it. Good. He thinks kids these days, you know, <laughs> need some more decorative history, you know, mm-hmm. and context. And he's right. You think he'd win this quiz? Yeah, I yeah. think he would totally school us on this quiz. <laughs> he would say, Trumeau, I have five. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's amazing. Good job, Prince of Chins. Cool. Well done. Okay. Were you guys friends before? No. I mean, you don't not know him. Right. right. Yeah. But I think he's just in the habit right now of just making, calling some people up. And then, you know, I took him to fancy cocktails at Le Cirque and... You know. I cannot wait until I'm 80 and I can just do random things like that. I feel that. like he has like a, a chin scepter and he's just like behind a cell phone being like, I'd like you to meet me at the D&D building, which is the design and decoration <laughs> building in New York, five o'clock on Friday and we're going to go for drinks. And I'm like, okay. Of course I will. He wanted to do dinner. I'm like, I'm a mom. I don't do dinner. But I do drink. Yes. Oh. Hence how I can get through being a mom. Yeah. <laughs> All right, All right guys. Two more. All right. Which Louis do we have to thank? For the iconic chair design popularized during his reign. Karen went first. I think it's the 16th. It's either the 14th or the 16th. You have to answer. Yeah. I'm going the 16th. You're right. Okay. <laughs> oh, I was going to do Couture's 14. Mm-hmm. They happen to, but you're right. 16 is more popular. I feel like 16, yeah, is what everyone knows. <laughs> I get debated. <laughs> you're getting points here. I lost track. I know. Me too. I'm I can't count. I think I'm at four or five. <laughs> All right. One more. This is... I think this one's hard. Okay. They've all been hard for me. In 1965, decorator Billy Baldwin custom designed a fabric for his living room sofa inspired by what famous Impressionist artist's painting of the Tree of Life? Well, we should know who did the Tree of Life. So he designed this fabric to put on his sofa inspired by a painting by a famous painter. Impressionist. But lots of people painted Tree of Life. I mean, Tree of Life has been around for centuries, millennial. They did. Millennia. Um, But this specifically, Matisse. Mm -hmm. Boom! (laughs) Got it! You You totally raked up the points. Thanks, guys. Good job. I read a lot. Go team. Well, you I can put this on your resume. <laughs> I highly recommend. I think. I think we. Yeah, we did good job. Good job, guys. Good job. <laughs> so I was just reading your latest edition. Thank you. In the cab, I went through the whole thing in the cab from the airport this morning. Cramming like your homework. Okay. Hot off the press too. Yeah. I mean, what last this week? week. Yep. This yeah. Week. It's great. I stole it from Lydia's desk. Yeah. And our PR girl's desk. 
And I thought your your editor's letter this this time was great because <laughs> first of all, I feel like there's got to be so much stress putting together editor's letter every time because I mean, you're like, what am I going to say this time or do you guys know? I think about it all the time. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> not you don't want to be in a position of like knowing when your deadline is and going, hmm, what should I write about? It doesn't happen like that mm-hmm. for me. I think it does for a lot of people, but the way I write my letters is like very personal. So I think about it all month. I have a file for like ideas coming in the future. And oh, yeah. really? I care a lot. I mean, I know how much an ad page goes for and right. how it's beautiful. <laughs> and it's, um, it's like a lot more than a car. Mm-hmm. So right. that's a full page. And that to me is a real honor. And people pay handsomely to be in the magazine, and I just get a page. So I've always <laughs> taken it very seriously. Yeah. Well, I love this last one because you were talking about some people who give negative feedback. Oh, my God. You know, yeah. which which is so interesting because people always, of course, everyone has an opinion all the time. Yeah. But I loved your reaction to it, which was, it's great to hear that, you know, you don't like something because uh, that should be eye-opening for you. It should help you in your design journey to look at things. Keep looking. Yes. Keep looking. Well, first you said turn the page if you don't like it. <laughs> Which I thought I was awesome. That, yeah. <laughs> well, right. I'm not like thing holding was, you to the magazine to be like, look. Right. Yeah. I'm showing you stuff. I'm showing you interesting, cool things. Mm-hmm. It might not be what you love, but it's something interesting. And I was say, people go shopping and no one's ever like, oh my God, I'm never coming back to the gap. <laughs> like, that's disgusting. It's like, well, then move on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sure there's something else there for you. (laughs) Um, But it is funny. And I I got a lot of reader mail about that, which is about reader mail. And one of the women said that I sounded a bit defensive. And I think I did. I tried to, I don't know. I I tried to play it great. (laughs) Well, I was was a little riled up. Yeah. And I was also prepared. There's a couple pages uh, in the magazine that I think really show a point of view that's not crowd-pleasing necessarily and it's a risk as an editor to decide to show those moments but I think it's so important because if I'm not going to show it then who right you know what I mean and it becomes so homogenous if we're all just looking at the things that we like all the time where we're at right now in media is that Facebook and Instagram and even Twitter and your shopping and your you know the ads that follow you around are all tailored toward what you like so you're like here's what I like here's what I like here's and they're like great here's more stuff you like and more stuff you like so where are you going to run into things that you didn't know that you might like? Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, the job of a print magazine has, like, an awesome ability to show you lots of things you like, but then open your mind. Yeah. There's no right way to do anything. So we may, I mean, even on this podcast, sometimes we disagree about <laughs> how to answer a question, how to decorate a room, what color something should be. And sometimes we're like, oh, that's horrible. I hate that. But <laughs> it's not right or wrong. And so well, our homes all look different. Yeah. Some right? person might love it, and some person might hate it, and that's okay. And I think Both that's what you right. said in there, too. Your home should be an expression of you. It's supposed to be your personality. That's Yeah, that's a thing. And then also evolve. Yeah, right. right. That's, that's why we're change. all like, read catalogs, read magazines, because you're always tinkering. I mean, I hope you are. If you're not, mm-hmm. you should be. Yeah. So you change your house lot a lot? Yeah. You do? Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> what was the latest thing you did? Latest thing I did? I mean... So I'm on, like, European jet lag right now because I just got back from Switzerland with my family for a big family vacation with the four of us. And 
I love European jet lag because I've been waking up at 3.30. And this is my dream is to actually do that in life. I don't, I can't explain why other than to live a full day before work is magical. Yeah. I mean, I'm conking out at like nine, but you know, I'm okay with this. You feel so accomplished before feel, you get to work oh that you're yeah. like, how? Well, and then so when people come in late, you're like, what? How can you be coming in late? I've been here for eight, eight hours. hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. I A fabric company the other day sent me what is supposed to be a beach towel. like a It's textile. It's like home decorating textile. It's thick with tassels and fringe and uh, like a mat that you would put bring to the beach and have a picnic on. And it's now like a sofa blanket, which is something I stole from Alessandra Branca, where mm. she is basically like, I have my sofas. They're all destroyed from dogs and children. And she makes these really elegant two-sided blankets that she lays on top. It works best on like a tuxedo style or like a bench style sofa, mm-hmm. right? And you lay it on top and then you can put your pillows in front or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it changes the look. And so I put this like flamingo with turquoise thing down on my kind of persimmon colored velvet sofa because I'm always looking to bring some summer into what feels like a very New York living room. So it's mm-hmm. moody and kind of a lot of, yeah, moody, elegant nighttime colors, but it's nice to freshen up. And then lo and behold, the baby did puke on it. So it all, <laughs> I was like, thank Perfect. you, good aim, <laughs> good baby. Good you know, and so I wiped it up from that and was like, I'll wash you later. <laughs> <laughs> so how old is your baby? Um, he's so cute, first of all. He's um, six <laughs> months old this month, this week. Um, I first met you when you were pregnant. Oh, you yeah. were the cutest little pregnant thing. Th- little is probably not the word, but thank you. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm confident about that. I feel good. He was a huge, giant baby. He was almost 10 pounds. He was amazing. <gasps> mine was nine and a half. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. mine too, nine and a half. I feel like fat babies are happy babies. Oh, my God. He's so happy. So he's six months, um, and Teddy, my older, is about to turn five in a month. Um and so, yeah, I don't know, we were talking about maybe publishing my house at some point, and this just will, these will not be the years to do it. <laughs> and it's not that I'm ashamed of it. It's just to, to get it together for a photo shoot versus just for how you like to live is right. a whole other level of precision that I'm not interested in pursuing right now. <laughs> I'm interested in, like, loving my home, which I do, and tinkering with it. Um, but it's just not for other people right now. It's for me. Um, I have a question about... Hit me, Karen. Right? It's kind of dual. Um, but first of all, it was an observation when you're saying, you know, you, you don't want, have, want to spend the energy right now to get the precision that you need to get your home photograph for a magazine. Sure. I feel like magazines are intimidating, make people intimidate a little bit, or they're a little shaming because you look at that perfection, you're like, but why doesn't my house look like that? And, I, you know, everyone should realize there's a lot of work and styling and things that go into it when you go into even a beautiful home to make it just right for the photo. Isn't that true? So what I think that House Beautiful has done a really nice job at in the past and what I hope to continue is to be the kind of magazine that inspires versus makes you feel defeated or discouraged before you even get around to decorating. And so one thing that I think does that well is um, color. That's an obvious because people have like an emotional reaction. Like everybody can look at the page and be like, oh, yay or nay, you know, mm-hmm. you know immediately how you feel about that. It's like women in shoes. Mm-hmm. You're not like, yeah. do I, don't I? Like, no, you just know. You immediately know. As soon as you see them, you either so love true. them or they're just not for you. And you can love them on someone else, but still not want to own them. Totally. Right? Mm-hmm. I appreciate your shoes. They're not for me, but. <laughs> you definitely um, do awesome. that with fashion, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think, but to your point, Karen, it is, 
it's hard to create this sort of, you know, manufactured image and say, go ahead, try it yourself. But so what we do at House Beautiful is, is make sure that the captions and the stories always really talk about ideas. And you'll notice that there's great front of book shopping and market pages, but the well stories, and that's 40 to 50 pages, more like 50 pages per issue, are really about why it works and why you like what you like. And so that's universal to me because you can be shopping custom and doing that, or you can be shopping a big box store um, and doing that, or a catalog, preferably. <laughs> yeah, right? Or a little in between. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little little and, or all of the above, mm-hmm. yeah. which is really actually how most of our readers shop. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree. Yeah. Okay, so I wanted to ask you, what do you think makes a house beautiful? Ooh. So deep. Right? Isn't that deep? That was deep. <laughs> Um, I was going to say the word commitment, but that's not right. It's not commitment. Um, the word I'm looking for is like I, engagement, for lack of a better word. I'm trying to – somebody that really uses, loves, and interacts with their house. Somebody that has not left pockets unconsidered. I think considered maybe the word. Mm-hmm. Like somebody that's really um, – gotten to know their house who's put time into it who's tinkered until they've gotten somewhere better who is always evolving I mean it I it's one of the things that I look for all the time we have you know these scouting meetings we receive as you can imagine many many hundreds of submissions per month and I see personally I would say 40 to 60 or 75 um, per month and in these epic meetings that sometimes go to like a second meeting and you get tired and you have to take Diet Coke breaks and it's like a a whole and I'm like and you lose perspective and I say I've seen too much I've seen too much I need to take a minute Um, and to me what is never passing muster is like anything that just looks like somebody else did it for you because that can be done, and it's nice. Listen, it's nice that you hired a decorator. I think that's great. But there's a layer of living in it and enjoying it that shows really clearly in images, whether you had a professional designer or not. Um, you can just tell. You can tell that it's been enjoyed or lived in, and it's not about, like, a rumpled bed or sofa. It's You can see curios. You can see a more mature garden or that they've used things or there's things on the counter. When there are things that aren't on the counter, you're sort of like... Mm-hmm. I highly doubt that, like, for scouting pictures, you put everything away. Right. Like, I don't think home. you use this kitchen. Yeah. Um, or it's, you know, it's an investment home, and they, you know, got it all done and then sent it off. And I'm like, well, how is it? And they can't answer. Mm-hmm. Anyway, commitment, engagement, consideration. Yeah, someone who cares. Yeah, we kind of yeah. talk about it sometimes. It has a soul. Yep. Like, your house has a soul. It totally. Should, it should embody who mm-hmm. you are and what you enjoy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, have you, do you have a favorite house in the time you've been here? Oh my God, that's so hard. I fall in love every I, day. Yeah, I'm, I know that was kind of a hard question. <laughs> um, I couldn't narrow it down, even thinking of the magazines I've looked at. No, I don't. I don't know that I can, but I can. I could list fifty houses off the top of my head that not necessarily that I could move into, but that like for a moment at a certain time in my life would be the right house for me. You know. Oh my gosh! I don't know. So yeah. many. Yeah, yeah. I, I may come back to you and tell you. <laughs> you can't play favorites. I'd play favorites. You sure, are. sure. Why not? Are you kidding? Of course I can. I play favorites every day. Uh, That's how true. do you pick for? You know, each month you have to pick. out of all those yeah. great submissions. Um, it's a lot. I mean, I have a board up here. It's a magnet board with index cards that every time we accept a project. Um, 
go up there and then I rearrange them month by month. So for us, House Beautiful is the most geographically diverse magazine. So we really, truly cover America. And that sounds Mm -hmm. like not a big deal. It's a huge deal because most of the design work comes out of New York and L.A. Because the populations are the biggest there. There's the most decorators there. There's the most money there. Mm -hmm. So and then they bring their decorators to Provincetown, to Santa Barbara, to Palm Beach. You know, Um, you have some pockets throughout. But it's really important to me to have coverage across the country and not from New Yorkers and LA people that ended up in Arkansas, but from an Arkansas decorator doing an Arkansas project for an Arkansas family. And that is huge. So there's not exactly a curve, you know, like a, a grading curve of, Oh, you're like a B plus in Arkansas, but that's an A plus to me, you right. know, or like you're a C on park Avenue or, you know, an A plus on park Avenue, but that doesn't cut it. Um, but I do, I do pay attention and look really closely. So when we love something and it's in a location that we don't get too often, um, I, I really consider that project. So what I look for, let's see, regional diversity. I look for, I mean, obviously it doesn't get to my desk unless it's terrific design work, period. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's scale. Scale is the thing that it either, you either got it or you don't and you can't fake it. And no amount of cuteness or like good shopping is going to, um, you know, make up for the fact that the chairs and the sofa and the coffee table are out of whack for the room. And so that's something that I think editors here can just feel and professionals, you probably mm-hmm. can too, when it makes sense. And when you're like, huh, there's something off about this room. Like those never really make the cut. Um, unless it has such soul that like once in a while that we're like, okay, this is a little quirky, but it's amazing yeah. for other reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so many things uh, a great story behind it I mean I, I really you know designers usually submit bullet points with what it is you know is it a historic renovation you know was it a family home that needed this was it done on a budget was it done you know mm-hmm. quickly did it take years um, what's special what's interesting what wouldn't I know from the pictures so I never nothing is ever judged on just how it looks and it's I think the hardest thing is to turn down projects that are superior work exquisite materials, you know, not a penny spared and they are phenomenal, but there's no there there. The client hasn't maybe lived in it or mm-hmm. there's no other greater story. It's just a gorgeous, gorgeous home. There's other magazines that do that and mine uh, needs to be gorgeous and there needs to be a story. And I hope people read those stories. I do. I read yes. a little story. Yeah. I, I mean, that to me adds really the layer of interest that keeps it from being surface material yeah I always want to know who lives in that space Mm -hmm. I want to know if they have kids crucial what kind of life they live yeah and also I mean for us it's really just about the decorating why Mm -hmm. why does it work what did you do what was there before um yeah is there ever a home that you love the submissions and then you get there and you're like oh this isn't gonna work like maybe it's too small or once in a while you get surprised but we usually ask for so many photos that there's no surprises and then you Mm -hmm. have somebody going there the day before to get just flowers out and to like sort of prep and look around and then you can sort of start to troubleshoot there there's some surprises I mean really only once in a while and, and there's hell to pay for it when there is but somebody was moving out once like literally they had like gotten a blind offer on their home and we're packing up boxes and we don't publish homes that aren't lived in. Right. We don't, we're not like a Sotheby's catalog. So we don't, we don't like, there's somebody always living in the home. Um, so that was surprising. And then there's moments where you say yes to something and the scouting photos are so honest and soulful. And then they like work too hard because the magazine Uh is coming. And so they'll like 
try to spiff it up too much and you're like no no wait back right. it's like it, girls like when it. you're like actually you're just beautiful the way you are and yeah. like that's like too minute too much eyelash yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too blonde you know like you went too far too much boob you know yeah, yeah. like you're just pretty just be pretty yeah <laughs> okay say i've i'm a designer i've submitted my project you've accepted it you're showing up today what does the house beautiful d team do to my house to get it ready less than you'd think less and more um we don't finish decorating we do not put books in your bookshelf and that's something that's different i think today than magazines maybe used to do like a little bit maybe more they'd be they'd had a higher tolerance for propping mm -hmm. like house and garden famously like you know could basically make a house for you you know they were so prepared and had such a team mm -hmm. to do that um we don't accept anything that is not every T crossed and I dotted. And that actually is the number one reason that a, a fantastic project doesn't make the cut. It's good, but it's not great. Yeah. And I, yeah, we're just not going to do that work for you. So, mm -hmm. but what we do do is make beds that are phenomenal. But that entire thing is like a conversation between the designer and Doretta Sperduto, who's our interiors editor. What sheets do you have? Do they need, you know, fresher ones? What do you have in your closet? What, you know, what does the client have? Um, Doretta's thing is flowers and it seems like no big deal and when I got here it's you're like aware that flowers is the thing that happens but you don't know what it does to a I'm looking at people here that totally know <laughs> it is both something you don't notice and something that without it doesn't fly mm -hmm. they are everything and if you look at House Beautiful's flowers you have to look for them and then when you see them they're so perfect and in context and it is so hard to pull off because you've definitely seen images where one, there's like the orchid that moves all around the house. Right. Yeah. Or the two, you're like, whoa, image. pink. You know, like, it's just like in your face. That's mm -hmm. not the point. The flowers are like eyeliner. You're not like, wow, nice eyeliner. You're like, wow, your eyes are beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the impression that flowers give to an interior. They just, just like finish eyeliner. it and make it lovely. It's exactly like makeup. It's well, like a real like thing. Well, just like eyeliner. Bad eyeliner can really... Yeah. Mess right, you don't want to up. be like, wow, look at your eyeliner. You're like, that's <laughs> yeah. not, that's that not the point. A bad flower arrangement. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's totally right looking at your cover this month even. Like, yeah. it was, you know, striped green floor, green chairs, and then the floral was like... The purple. Yeah. But even like nose. there's like sunglasses on the table and there's a breakfast spread and you can see that the, it's right to have breakfast because the light is morning light. Yeah. I mean, it's like when you really think about what goes into styling to make it not feel forced... And of course it is. It's all, nobody left that scone there, you know? <laughs> if I were on set, I would all, I would totally be the one. I'd be like, I'll eat that scone to make it look like it was eaten. <laughs> I'd be happy to do that. Take one for the team. I love all the color. Um, mm. I, I think in the diverse stories have always made me love, you know, your magazine. Um, it's just so much color and then some different homes are nice and subtle. Anyway, I've just always loved that. Do you have a favorite color per se are you all over the board <laughs> again I fall in love every day we're doing a ton of purple in September there's three interior design stories that have noticeable purple it's just it's a big purple moment so to answer your question purple was something that I initially brought up as um, typically a color that a lot of designers and homeowners avoid it's really hard to pull off and there's a lot of ways to do it wrong so I initially brought it up for the paint column which is where you know we ask designers to pick you know a paint that they've worked with that they like and can sort of endorse in that way and purple I just knew would be a lightning rod and 
you'll laugh because there's like one or two that you'd be like yes that's purple and the rest are definitely dance around it but it's fascinating and Mm -hmm. peignoir is this pharaoh and ball color that I hadn't been familiar with um, and it's otherworldly and Vera Greeny used it and it's in the magazine um, and it's just it is like what it is which is like a you know like a slip or a silk chemise Um, so that color brings to mind that kind of like boudoir idea and it's not purple not gray not blue it's light and airy and just like whoa intoxicating wow. so I don't know if I could pull it off in my own home you know because it all depends on your light but I have a purple it's great half bath do you it's sort of aubergine the oh, one in pretty. the hall I, 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 is purple in there mm-hmm. it's chocolate brown isn't no it's it? purple see because oh. uh, I went to this is years and years and years ago um Flamont in Paris used oh, to have totally um like the flower shop yeah and the walls of the flower shop were painted this beautiful eggplant oh purple Amazing. color. And I just fell in love with it. And they sell paint. Yeah. And so I took their little fan deck and went home and matched it and mm-hmm. painted my bathroom because I just thought the green against it was so beautiful. I don't have any green in there. Mm-hmm. But it, in that tiny little space, it really... It's really pretty. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's um, really what it's about is the background. What it, What is in front of it? What does it work with? How is it working? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fascinating. I love, um, like, that... Speaking of flowers and purple, I've been loving, like almost black flowers but they're purple yeah mm-hmm. but they're they almost go black yeah. or brown in a weird way mm-hmm. they're There's a good so anemone weird. of that yeah, yeah. amazing so yeah they're like oddly sexy to me totally. i don't know why don't they feel like it would be and like there's something a little bit like would give you almost that? like 70s 80s about mm-hmm. like a single like i think the dark purple calla lily is like a little oh. questionable you know yeah. calla lilies in general though and those right. super dark peonies yep amazing yes I love to put like a, something a little weird or ugly into my flower arrangement. Carolyn's a great flower arranger, by the way. Cool. She really is. You're in the right job for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, just because I feel like it's that we it helps like if you've got like a really beautiful rose or a peony or something that's just like so girly and pretty, you need that like weirdo a thistle. thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I love blue thistle for that reason. Anyways. To offset it. You must be so excited to hear your purple's finally confirmed. Oh, my God. I've been telling Karen and Taryn for literally, like, a year. She's right, like, guys. I know. I just we don't like I feel like purple's it. coming back. Can we use it in a, in a catalog? And they keep telling me no. Like, well, no one likes purple. We're we just like to say that. no to you. Thanks for happening. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> that's so, funny. Sophie's on my team. All right, Sorry. well, that's it. House okay. Beautiful approved. <laughs> <laughs> Heard it here. Color experts, we say purple. Uh, and now she's going to use this against us. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this. What do you think has changed in people's tastes about their homes? Great. What do people want today versus what they might have wanted? Great question. This is what I'm always asking mm-hmm. people. So yeah. now I'm being asked. Oh, geez. <laughs> I'm the question asker, usually, Karen. Um, <laughs> what has changed? Um... I mean, I would. It sounds kind of trite. People are living more casually, more of the time, um, almost to a fault. Sometimes I think. I think it's good that that idea of a formal dining room that never gets used, is now, either a family room or people are trying to reinvent it into be even just have a smaller table so that you actually sit at it and it's not so like oh we're at a ten top and there's only two of us at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an element of that. I think people do understand that personal taste is important. I think art has come a long way and people's ability to buy it and interest in buying it is really important. I think people are more brave with antiques and vintage and mixing it together. I think mixing in general is something that people like us, you know, the chorus of that goes on and on. And now that's generally accepted much in the way high-low fashion was mm-hmm. 10 years ago. 
Um, what else? I, you know, color does resonate. And I think we've been through a lot of beige and brown. And it'll always, listen, neutrals work. There's a reason for it. We get it. Um, but I, people are braver <laughs> sometimes to a fault. I don't know. I was visiting friends who won't listen to this podcast, thankfully. And uh, they were moving into a new home and they had paint chips out. Um, they knew I was coming for lunch. And I was kind of like, wow, like you are civilians. You don't work in the industry. And you went to a big box store or a hardware store to that wall of color. And you just started picking chips. And I'm sitting there being like, I run a magazine that prides itself on the ability to answer these <laughs> questions for you. You know what I mean? Um, and that, <laughs> it kind of horrified me for a minute. So I'm like, oh my God, I have all these tools that would make this so easy for you. <laughs> and I looked at their swatch and it was like, you know, what you've picked is you have these swatches. They all had three colors on them and they picked the middle for each of them. And it was sort of a way to hedge their bets, right? They're like, well, this one's too dark and this one's too light. And this is in the middle. Nice. I'm like, oh, exactly. Not good. So I'm like, well, then you don't have enough contrast, you know, like some of them should be light. Some of them should be medium. I don't, you know, very few should be dark. Um, I don't know. It was just interesting to see how uh, people did that. But they were also people that chose eight different colors for their home. Right. And they are not design people. They don't read design magazines. They're not into design, but they are a normal young couple that, you know, had a home that, and they wanted to live with color. And I don't know if that would have been the norm 10 years ago or maybe even five. Mm -hmm. So I think that's worked a bit. Yeah. It's a big question, Karen. I know. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> so I, I like that. That's a reason I like going to real people's homes and people always freak out. Like if I'm like a friend of a friend, they're like, it's Sophie's energy of House Beautiful. And they're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> don't come in. And I'm like, I'm not here to scout your house. Yeah. I have a well, normal house Susan with spit Kessler up. It's okay. And I was like, you know, oh, God. In, you know, it's because, you know, people come to my house and sit at my table and do this. And I was Ugh. like, Suzanne, you know, it's a lot of pressure having you here. Yeah. She's like, no, designers just love to go look at homes. We just want to look around. We're they not do. judging. We're just curious and interested. Uh, I mean, I don't they're totally trust judging. that they're not judging, but so, yeah. They have an opinion, but at least. <laughs> I know. Well, we always ask people, what do you, what is your, what is it? We, pet peeve. Yeah, what's your decorating pet peeve? When you go into people's houses, you're like, oh. Lighting. It's always lighting. Mm -hmm. And not just what the, it's not what the lighting looks like. It's how they light their home, which is to it's, say that they don't think that there are options. I don't know what they're thinking. Yeah. I'm always turning down parties at lights and pretending that it wasn't me. No, I do the same <laughs> thing. Lights on the wall. I relight everyone's I'm like, home oh, when I, I go lean in. against that dimmer that you have that you clearly don't use. I went over to my girlfriend's house. Way too many I, lights. She didn't have any lamps on in her living room, so I went over to turn them on to like get some lighting going on. There weren't even light bulbs in the lamps. Oh, my God. She said lamps? Lamps with no light bulbs. <laughs> Overheads are sinful. It was very frustrating. All right, well, should we do our decorating dilemma yes. real quick? Sure. Since we have your master brain here. I'm excited. Karen, Taryn, Caroline, and Sophie. I live oh. in Tahoe and want to decorate our patio with a love seat, two chairs, and a coffee table, or maybe a fire pit table. I want durable patio furniture by Suzanne Kassler, but I don't know where, whether to get white or brown. I'd like navy cushions accented with red pillows. I also want an area rug to place my patio. What size? Please help. In early spring, we get pollen, so I need something that's easy to keep clean and not show dirt. Please help. Marlene. And her, the size of her patio is 17, 17. by 22. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's done a good, I'm looking at uh, her scouting photos. She's done a good job. She did what I was going to say, which is two rugs, mm -hmm. same, but do the same. I mean, 
She's can I just go? Am up. I just going to yeah, go? Yeah, go. <laughs> she has yeah. it currently divided up like a dining area on a rug and then another rug with what's on it. You're looking at the images on that. Yep. So she has like a dining, dining area. And so she wants to have a deep seat area and a dining area. I think that's great. All right, so yeah. you go. Um, I would do, I personally would do two rugs, the same rug, and you could have them kiss or you could move them apart. And I would definitely, you have brown railings, so I would definitely go with white furniture. I also just think it's nice for a pop. Mm-hmm. Um, she mentioned pollen, but like I think a Clorox like mm-hmm. wipe. Plus, on her the... dining furniture is white, and if she's keeping that, yeah. then it would all be in one oh, yeah, family. Great. And white's easy. Um, it's easy, and you can unite them with the cushions, which I think is really nice. Your old pieces and your new pieces, and mm-hmm. yeah, white. And you could do a little fresh little spray paint on those existing pieces if you need to make the white mm-hmm. crisper. And then I love the idea of red cushions. It sounds so fun and it playful. Does sound fun. And then I would also do some white. You know, or striped cushions or something like that on top. Some throws. Like a canopy stripe. Should would she be do fun. like a canopy stripe umbrella? How cute would that be? You're talking so quietly. Umbrellas Sorry. are great. Yeah, canopy stripe umbrella with <coughs> like red cushions or something. And then she could put little red cushions in her dining seats too to tie it all together. Mm-hmm. I think that's adorable. She said navy cushions. Navy, oh, with, with red, a red accent. accent. Sounds mm-hmm. very Americana. It, it does. does. I like it. And with guess what? Furniture. That always works. <laughs> it is fun. It's a look that always works. And what else? What else do you like outside? I like it's nice to complete a room. You guys do a good job. I of think that. she needs some big planters with yeah. some really some very generously sized planters with mm-hmm. some overstuffed with plants. I also like to have some. Well, not me, but I like when there are like little pots with maybe some rosemary or some like an herb garden on the coffee table. Oh, it's okay. like you're uh-huh. accessorizing, you're your, you're accessorizing your coffee table, but it's with stuff that you don't. It's have like to you take have fresh there. flowers inside, but you yeah. don't Where have a live? plant outside. Did you say Minnesota? Tahoe. Oh, Tahoe. Where did I make up Pretty. Minnesota? Or like pine cones. I mean, you know, you do yeah. something that's regional and that's right for you. But also those long planters, which I always love, like a long trough. stone trough or urn, like something mm, yeah. really oversized. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that always makes a room look, um, I don't know, kind of showstoppery. You find something gigantic that seems way too big on mm-hmm. its face, and then um, it's just that's the like wow moment. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? And there's an answer to your question, Taryn, that you asked me earlier. What makes you pick a project? One thing that I missed a memorable moment and that's a good thing for everybody to consider when you walk in this room what is what do you remember was it a piece Mm -hmm. of art was it a showstopper sofa was it the color of the paint like what is that thing that makes you go oh what room was that was that the this room in your house or the that room Mm -hmm. well if you're asking that question then you haven't made a sense of place strong enough so anyway maybe that trough or that Mm -hmm. yes striped umbrella is Mm -hmm. that wow moment for this lovely catalog I (laughs) i think get your rug as big as possible Yes. She was asking what size. Just get the largest they sell. Because yeah. you've got plenty of room two. on that deck. I mean, that's yeah, a two big... Yeah, two really large rugs. Or yeah. two. <clears throat> I like it. Easy. Cool. Fun. Simple. Yay. Good Thank luck, Marlene. Thank you, Sophie. Yay. Thanks, Thanks you guys. Thank you. I love what you do. You know that. Aww, yeah, we, we love, love what you do. Oh. Glass of wine, a bath, and a Ballard catalog is how I spent <laughs> six out of my nine months of pregnancy, and now not enough. <laughs> Likewise. We did the and same. And my husband knows. Here's what my husband knows. Not to throw them away. <laughs> I love it. Trust <laughs> me. It's a good rule of thumb. He'll actually be like, your Ballard catalog arrived. <laughs> Thank you, dear. It's like above the New Yorker, and I'm not trying to be prissy about it. They both come, and like, there's one that I can get around to and one that I can't. And guess who wins? <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. I love to hear that. Thanks, you guys. Thanks for having Thanks. us. Thanks. <laughs> 
All right, that's our show. Thanks so much for listening. Leave us a review in iTunes, or you can follow us on social media at Ballard Designs. And of course, send us your questions at podcast at ballarddesigns.net, and we'll answer it on a future episode. Until next time, happy happy decorating. decorating!